Kia this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Welcome to B-Side Stories 106.1 FM. My name is Sapir and I'm joined by another brand new co-host, Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Hi. Sadie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, hang on, I haven't prepared notes. <laughs> um, well, I live out in Melrose and... Um, I'm a mum, got a couple of kids going to beautiful school in South Wellington Intermediate. I've lived in Wellington for about 27 years, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I just, um, I just love Wellington and I love meeting a lot of people and so I thought, hey, this would be a good way to meet even more people. <laughs> ah, you sound perfect for the job, Sadie. Yay, welcome. <laughs> So later on in the second half of the show, Sadie's going to introduce us to Stavros, who's the artist between a heap of sculptures popping up on the south coast here in Wellington and a team of filmmakers producing a documentary about him. But before we get into that, we are two weeks, less than two weeks away from the election and you're probably all still wondering who to vote for. Uh, Here to help is Emmett McLaren from Just Speak. Welcome, Emmett. Thanks, I'm here. Nice to be here. (laughs) I'm glad. Um, Emmett, tell us a little bit about Just Speak. Uh, who are you guys? What's, what are you about? Um, so Just Speak's a, a network of young people who um, are essentially interested in representing youth and rangatahi in the criminal justice system. And it's a, an advocacy group which tries to, well, advocates for progressive change of the criminal justice system. Um, I guess by some ideas are by incorporating restorative justice principles and 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 investing more in Kopapa Māori justice initiatives. So yeah, that sort of describes some of the work. I think. Uh, how long have you been going for? I've actually only been involved since around May, um, and I'm a part-time volunteer, and as part of the policy team, which does a kind of research and writing work. Mm. So as as a part-time volunteer, how often how often are you actually with Just Speak? Well, so I, I think I went, to start off with, I went to a meeting that Just Speak had to try and um, attract people to, to join. And following that, this is working on these um, election scorecards, has been my sort of first real involvement in Just Speak. And I guess we would have been, after that first meeting, probably met several more times in the in in the next few months, and yeah, that's about, so not, not a huge amount, but um, we're, we're necessary, really, yeah. So you've spent this month preparing election priorities and election scorecard. Um, there are, as I understand it, four key areas that you want to be addressed by a new government. Can you tell us about these areas and also how you came to choose them? Yeah, so I actually wasn't involved in choosing the election priorities. That was done at the national leadership level and um, by the board. But essentially, Just Speak has three kind of core principles that um, it subscribes to, which are decarceration, ending the criminalisation of Māori, and ensuring that our communities are flourishing. And it was from those three principles that... I, from what I gather, the leadership group and board came up with the election priorities, which are kind of similar in a way, and, and the election priorities were divided into four categories. 
Um, the first was em empowering communities to reduce social harm. The second was reducing the targeted criminalisation of Māori. The third was investing in community and justice initiatives. And the fourth was reducing the prison population. So those were the, the priorities that um, we wanted to see addressed by the political parties. Um, and so how did you come up with the idea to, to convert those priorities into a scorecard? Well, I guess um, we then went through the different political parties' policies and assigned them, arranged them under the different election priority categories. And from there, we, just, we thought that we would rate the policies for each party as to, as to whether they would achieve that election priority. And um, the traffic light system which we employed, we, 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 we just sort of, because these aren't just, Just Speak is not the only one that does these, and there are other organisations that publish similar sort of rating systems. And one in the UK, I think, um, yeah, uses a traffic light system, which we thought was quite an effective way and quite intuitive. So does that mean red is bad and green is good? That's right, okay. yeah. <laughs> but then we, had different, we do have different shades, so we've got uh, light red and light green, um, where, where it was sort of, we didn't want to go, go the full way. Okay, yeah, I'm just looking <laughs> over, you've got a few interesting little diagrams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the election scorecard that was um, uploaded onto the website. Mm. Mm. Do you want to talk us through the ratings? Yeah, of, of the different parties? Or, uh, of or the scorecard. So what is dark green, light green? Oh, right. So um, we'll Maybe start at the best. Uh, dark green is, um, we label that next stop actual justice. So that's right on the way. <laughs> uh, light green was the right direction. Orange was a mixed bag. Um, light red was the wrong direction. <laughs> And dark red was, where are you even going? <laughs> and then we did have white, which meant, was, which was missing in action. There, were, there weren't policies in that area. Mm. Um, so with this rating of whether they're going in the right or wrong direction, uh, how did you actually go about picking a rating per policy? Um, and could you give us maybe a working example of, of how you might rate one? Yeah, so I guess... The categories aren't kind of fixed, and there'd be some policies which under that may contradict each other. Um, and so I guess, yeah, it probably is easiest just to give an example. So in terms of reducing the record prison population, we were looking at parties to set specific targets that would reduce the prison population. and But it wasn't enough just to come up with the target, there also had to be policies which we considered would achieve that target. And so, for example, uh, the, the Opportunities Party, which got a dark green on reducing the record prison population, it had um, the transformative target of reducing it by almost 50%. And it came up with a, a range of policies, such as repealing the Bail Amendment Act, um, reviewing the Sentencing Act, um, legalising cannabis and repealing three strikes policy legislation, which we all thought would go some way to actually achieving that transformative target that they'd set. So that was how we um, would come up with the rating. 
Um, can you give us an example of a of a dark red <laughs> a where da- are you even going policy? Uh, a dark well, it's sort of the u- the usual uh, parties in that in the criminal justice sector anyway, which are kind of New Zealand First or the Conservatives, uh, and to a lesser extent Act, but still kind of on that trajectory. So New Zealand First, no target was um, given to reduce the prison population, and in fact. Their policies, which were sort of tougher and longer sentences, tougher treatment of um, young people, further resourcing of police parties, that would all actually go some way to increasing the prison population. So that was how we would come up with a dark red at the other extreme. What are some responses that you've been having when you present your election scorecard and when you present your election uh, priorities from... MPs from other members of the public. Um, I actually probably can't comment directly on that because I'm not. I haven't been totally up to date on on the responses that we're getting. Although one response we got we, when we were coming when we were doing this, um, Peter Dunn had just stepped down from United Future, and you'll actually see that United Future aren't on the list partly because we thought that that party was no longer going to be sort of uh, campaigning to be elected. But they do have a new leader. And their uh, new leader, I think, is Damien Light, um, who has tweeted Just Speak asking to where they are on. <laughs> so that's one response that we've had. Um, but yeah, in terms of other responses, I'm, I'm not totally sure about that. So do you think you're going to give Damien his scorecard? I think we probably will, yeah. It's kind of, um, it's probably unfair to leave him off the list, especially that, considering United Future is still in Parliament, mm-hmm. Yeah. And good effort getting in touch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's paying attention. <laughs> um, what are you planning to do next with these scorecards and with these priorities? What will you do after the twenty third? Well, I guess it would. I guess it would somewhat depend on the government that's in power following the twenty third, and then if if if. Um, the government had set the government that was in power had campaigned on policies that say specific targets. I guess we would be looking to see those policies actually implemented and those targets reached, and holding that government to account. Um, and for the, if if we get a government that hasn't necessarily aimed to achieve those election priorities, then it would be advocating for them to adopt those policies um, in government. What would be your ideal scenario? In in government? Um, or... I mean, you don't have to necessarily say who you would want to lead, but in terms of just speak and the relationship you have to policy. and. Well, I guess based on our ratings um, in terms of the which parties would, we think, go some way to achieving these election priorities, um, those, those parties seem to be around top and and the Māori Party and Greens and Mana. Those were all the parties that really had quite a lot of green or dark green. Um, so I think if those and if those parties were influencing clearly none of them are going to lead the government, but if some of those parties were in coalition at least and could um, push those policies, that would be um, a real step forward, I think. Um, do you see Just Speak as a form of lobby group? Do you think that your role uh, uh, coming up to and beyond elections is to 
support those coalition parties in pushing forward these kind of policies? Uh, I think to some extent it's a lobby group, but that's not all it does. And it's um, it plays other roles, so it holds events in terms of um, trying to promote progressive change to our criminal justice system and research and writing topics. So those are those are other areas that Just Speak does. But yeah, there, I guess there's certain there is an there is a degree of lobbying that Just Speak does, and particularly around election time, um, it probably becomes a bit more prominent. And and even even I guess throughout an election cycle, there'll be um, lobbying going on with various politicians. Um, I think I know I'm very curious um, to, to hear from your perspective and I guess just from the sheet uh, from the scorecard, who rates the best and who rates the worst? <laughs> well, I think if it's hard to say, of course, because some have uh, light green, lots of light green and some have lots of dark green and then maybe an orange or a light red. Mm, I can see one there that's <laughs> rocking the dark green and then, bang, it's got an orange. Yeah, so that's the top party. They had, <laughs> they, they had really great ideas on, on three of their categories, which was empowering the communities and investing in community and justice initiatives and reducing the prison population. But unfortunately, they fell down somewhat in not having any targets, specific targets to reduce the targeted criminalisation of Māori. So that was somewhat disappointing, but still, I think top, top, and and probably the Green Party and closely behind Māori and Mana were the best. I know that's not one, but um, I think they were probably uh, the top of the pile. And at the bottom of the pile, I think you'd have to say, well, Conservatives scored four, dark red. So um, that's probably the bottom. And then you've got New Zealand First and Act, uh, which which follow closely. <laughs> um, for our listeners, if you want to be checking out this scorecard for yourselves, uh, if all the talk of dark green and orange have been <laughs> piquing your interest, you can find those scorecards on justspeak.org.nz um, or Google Just Speak Election Scorecard. Uh, and you'll find it on the web, or you can even jump on Facebook, go to B-Side Stories, and we've shared it there as well for you all. Um, what what would you say to uh, what would you say to an an undecided voter at this point? Uh, I guess, and people have all sorts of different reasons for why they'd vote. I mean, for why they vote, who they do. Sorry, who they vote for. They've got all sorts of reasons for coming to that decision, but. I think if you, for an undecided voter who cares about having a progressive criminal justice system and a less punitive one, if you care about that, then looking at parties who have bold policies to transform the criminal justice system, I think is, is a really good way of deciding who, who to vote for. Um, and I think these scorecards give an indication as to the parties which are looking to be bold in that area. Did it help you? Uh, I think it did help me. I'm not sure if it necessarily would have uh, changed who I'm voting for, but it was certainly quite enlightening to um, get a sense of uh, what parties were proposing what, especially for, say, some, something like the, t- the top party, which is quite new. 
and kind of it was quite revealing to see what they had to say about criminal justice. I guess it could really help you articulate why you're supporting a particular party mm. or not as well. Yeah, that's right. And it can be, I think, I mean, sometimes people are asked, well, why are you voting for that, for that party? And, and uh, that's not always a totally easy question to answer. And, and these scorecards, at least, can inform people when they're coming to those decisions. Um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and your background and what makes you an authority on, on policy in relation to criminal justice? Well, I, I certainly <laughs> wouldn't consider myself to be an authority. Um, my background, I mean, I grew up in, on Waiheke in Auckland and then I went down to Needham and studied uh, law and history and um, moved up to Wellington about a year and a half ago and started working here. And I think, yeah, I was kind of, I, I saw a documentary called 13th, which is about the criminalization of African Americans in the US. And I think that's what kind of prompted me to want to get involved in, I saw sort of similar issues that were happening in New Zealand and wanted to get involved to see what I could do um, to help to reform the system here. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm authority. <laughs> Ever the humble Kiwi. <laughs> Um, so Just Speak has an election hashtag, I believe. Yeah, uh, I, I actually can't remember it. Uh, hashtag <laughs> a just vote. A just vote, that's yep. right, yeah. yeah. Um, which I keep thinking is hashtag just vote, which yeah, I yeah. agree with. I think, you know, if you're not enrolled yet, everyone get out and uh, find a booth, get enrolled. Uh, you can actually go ahead and, and just vote. If you're already making the time to make sure you're enrolled, just go ahead and do it yesterday. Uh, the early voting opened and along with uh, Labour leader Jacinda Ardern 40,000 people showed up to vote early which is just a mind-blowing number um, we could have a pretty good idea of who's going to be leading our country really soon great, we might actually get some decent turnout go voters <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a real win for democracy when, when you all leave your homes on a cold and windy day and and make it to, to make your voice heard. Um, what else do you think we should know about Just Speak, Emmett? Um, what else should we know about Just uh, Well, I think it's... Just Speak's done some really good work recently in terms of, uh, from what I understand anyway, they, they published a report and looking at the implications of the Bail Amendment Act 2013 and the impact that that's had on our prison population that, that was published earlier in the year and I think its advocacy work is really making a difference and and one example I think, I mean obviously it's hard to draw too many sort of clear links but earlier in the election campaign when National announced uh, its youth sort of military camp, boot camps policy there was a real, um, I think, a real backlash in the media against that policy. Some real tough questioning of of national, and I think that kind of represents that the work that Just Speak is doing is perhaps getting, th and, and other organisations, of course, but is um, perhaps getting through to and signalling a kind of a change in the way that people want to see. New Zealand treats those that commit crime. Um, so I think Just Speak's doing some really important work in that space to help that change.
Is that sort of advocacy part of an international trend, do you think? Um... I'm not totally sure. Do, do you mean in terms of... These sort of issues being raised and new approaches to the criminal justice system? Yeah, well, I guess you've, there's definitely been movements, say, in the US with, with Black Lives Matter, which is probably on a much larger scale than anything we're seeing in New Zealand. And... I get, again, I don't, re I don't really know what's happening in the international space. But I'd like to think that this type of, of movement is gathering momentum um, to try and address criminal justice issues, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Emmett. We'll leave our audience to digest that a little. Um, it's a lot of things to think about <laughs> yeah. in terms of uh, how to cast your vote. Um, thank you very much, and we'll, we'll see you again, hopefully. Great. Thanks. Well, thanks very much for having me on. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding the Access Internet Radio Project.